Come on, I want every mind. Let's bring every mind in. Every mind, every mind, every heart. Everyone, everyone focused on the Lord. Everyone praising Him. Everyone, your mind on Him. Your mind on Him. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you, sweet Jesus. Oh, Lord, that looked good. That looked good. That looked good. That looked good. You are 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 good. You'll never let me down. Never. Never, 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 never. Oh, we send up praise to you, Jesus. We send up praise to you, Jesus. Come on, church, just a moment longer. We send up praise to you. We send up praise to you. We send up praise to you. The Lord's trying to break through for a moment. The power of the Lord is trying to rise up in this place. Glory to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Blessed is the mighty name of my Savior. Blessed is the mighty name of my Savior. Blessed is the mighty name of my Savior. I bless you, I bless you, I bless you, I bless you, I bless you. I bless you, Lord. I bless you, Lord. I bless you, Lord. I bless you, Lord. Oh, we give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Come on, somebody. From the depth of your heart, let it rise up from your soul. Let it rise up from way down. I love you, Lord. I love you, Jesus. Bless your name. I 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 worship you, Lord. I worship you. of the Lord. What a power. What a might. What an anointing. What a God we serve. What a God we serve. What a loving, kind, good, gracious, forgiving God. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 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 How we love you, Lord. How we love you. How we love you. How we love you. I wish somebody let the Holy Ghost have its way. Let the Holy Ghost move through you right now. Let the Holy Ghost move through you right now. Let the Holy Ghost move through you right now. Ah, come on, young people. Reach out to God. Reach out to the Lord for a moment. Jesus, we love you. We praise your mighty name. 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 Why don't you reach over and put your hand on your neighbor's shoulder right now. Lord, bless my brother, bless my sister. Pray for them. You don't know what they're facing, what they're going through. You don't know what their need is. I lift them up before you, God. I lift them up before you, Lord. Strengthen them. Strengthen them, Father, with your spirit. Strengthen them, oh God, with your might. Touch them, Lord, with your mighty hand. Minister to my brother. Minister to my sister. Oh, God, they need you. They need you. We need you. What a great God we serve. What a great God we serve. He's mighty. He's mighty. You are good. You are good, yeah. He's mighty. Woo! Somebody shout hallelujah! Shout hallelujah! I feel chains being broken right now. I'm telling you, I feel the power of the adversary being arrested by the glory of God. Something been tormenting yes, you your mind, good, yeah. tormenting your heart. Yes, you are good. God's yeah, gonna yeah, silence yeah, yeah. it. 
to the Lord. Yes, you are. Yes, He'll you silence are, yeah. it. Yes, you are. Yes, he is you your provider. Are, yeah. He knows yes, you your are, tomorrow. Yes, you are, yeah. yes, He's got you, you in the palm yes, of his hand. presence of the Lord what a presence of the Lord amen if you have your Bibles turn with me to the book of Exodus chapter 8 verse 28 I believe we have a few words from the Lord today I believe there's someone here going to be set free God's going to break depression in your life He's going to break things that have held you bound. You're going to become His today. You're going to sell out today. Everything you are is going to belong to Him. We're done today and He's going to, he's going to bless you and bless everything you touch. He's going to bless everywhere as you go. He's going to bless every word you speak. When you go there, do it and speak it in His name. Praise God. Welcome our guests that are with us today. God bless you. You have already been blessed. You have been in the house of the Lord. It's our prayer that you will continue to be touched by God and that you will receive everything that the Lord Jesus has for you here today. What He wants to do for you, what He wants to give you, how He wants to bless you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Exodus chapter 8, verse number, verse number 28. We're going to be reading from the word of the Lord. We do want to say, we want to say thank you for allowing Pastor. We were out of the country for a few days preaching a, a conference. The Lord blessed. We had many receive the Holy Ghost. Great things happened. Wonderful things took place. But it's good to be here in the house of the Lord with you here today. Everybody say fasting and prayer. I haven't gotten my daily devotions out because we've been running around. We'll try to get it out Monday. However, I am traveling again Monday and Tuesday. I'll be back Tuesday evening, so I will be in service Wednesday. we on a committee in St. Louis for general conference, but we'll try to get it out. So there was a little confusion, and it's, it's completely understandable. But listen to me real quick. Everybody say the first Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of the month. So it's not one, two, three of the month. It's not the first, second, and third. Because Monday don't start till the fifth, right? It's the first Monday of the month, Tuesday and Wednesday. So for those of you that fasted February 1st, 2nd, 3rd, we're not going to make you go five, six, and seven. That's perfectly fine. Um, the rest of us, remember, tomorrow, if I say tomorrow, Tuesday, Wednesday. I talked about this a little bit. I did send out an email, uh, my normal daily devotion group. Uh, so if you didn't get the email that talked about uh, fasting, if you would personally write down your email and your name, Hand me the piece of paper, I'll shove it in my pocket, and I'll add it to my database so you can start getting the daily devotions from Pastor and other things that I may want to talk to you about. So, 
for the majority of everyone, it'll be one meal a day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Everybody say amen. For those of you that want to join pastor and ministry, those that can, we're going to go three days, no food, but lots of water. Everybody say lots of water. Tell your neighbor, drink a lot of water. All right, we want to stay healthy. Please be wise. Everyone say wisdom. If you're taking medicines that require there to be something on your stomach, please um, eat a piece of bread, do something. Uh, be wise when it comes to your medicines. Everybody say amen. All right, so we're going to be fasting, and we're fasting for these three days. Uh, we are fasting for uh, evangelism. And my daughter had mentioned something else. I can't remember what it was now. The, yes, our building fund. We're going to be talking to you in the near future about the building fund that we're going to aggressively attack and uh, so that we can uh, be prepared to get out of here and be in a building when God opens up that door for us. And I know you're on board with that. But this, these three days, we're going to be fasting about, everyone say evangelism. Say this with me. I am an evangelist. Right? Every one of us have a ministry of evangelism. And we just have to find that area, our gifting from God, our talent from the Lord, and use it. And so the Lord's going to help you. So over these three days, everyone say no media. So unless, of course, it's for work and you have to do it. But outside of that, no media. Spend your time in the Word. Spend your extra time praying. Spend your extra time meditating. Everyone say meditate. Meditate on God so He can speak to you, okay? All right. The Lord's going to bless us for doing this. He's going to bless this church. Exodus chapter 8 and verse number 28. And Pharaoh said, I will let you go. Pharaoh had to be one of the most arrogant people in the Word of God to think that he had them captive under his power and authority. He obviously doesn't know the history of Israel. God sent them there. God said you will be under his rule for 400 years, and when I'm done with it, I will bring you out. Pharaoh thought he had the power. And Pharaoh said, I will let you go. That ye may sacrifice to the Lord your God in the wilderness. Now look what he says next. Only ye shall not go very far away. Entreat. For me, he was telling Moses, now go out and tell God, take away the frogs. He said, I'll let you go, but you can't go very far. And I want to talk to us for a few minutes today on the subject only ye shall not go very far away. I think it's time just tell the devil goodbye. What do you think? I think it's time to tell him these situations in my life and these habits and these different things that he has, even though it's in my flesh, but he has manipulated it, that I, I'm not, I am not his yo-yo. 
Tell the devil that. Say, I am not your yo-yo. You're not going to throw me out a little ways and reel me back in. I feel a goodbye spirit in this place here today. I feel like somebody's just come to tell the devil, enough is enough. God has showed up in my life in the appointed time to loose me and set me free and I'm breaking away from your little string and I'm going as far in God as I want to go in the Holy Ghost. Let's clap our hands to the Lord. The Bible says clap your hands all your people. Shout with a voice of triumph. Is there victory in the house? Come on, somebody, one more time. Is there victory in the house? Let it rise. Let it go a little higher. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus. Somebody say, Jesus. Shout, Jesus. Woo, my Lord, tell your neighbor, it's time to leave. My Lord, have mercy. All right. You can be seated. Let's preach a little bit here today. I pray you'll open your minds and your hearts. I want to tell you that if the adversary has been working in your life and you have, seems like every way you turn, he's got things all wrapped up and bound in your life. Friend, I'm here to tell you that there is power in the house today. And you can receive the power of the Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost. We have a baptism. We will baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. Put your hands together in Jesus' name. God will loose you and set you free. And so most of us know the story of Egypt and Pharaoh and Moses and Aaron and the children of Israel and the coming out of the land of Egypt. So I'm just going to kind of reach in and grab a, a couple of little areas and sort of expound on it. And I pray that I, I'm able to help me and that I'm able to help you today through the Word of God. I want to reemphasize what I mentioned just a moment ago. The arrogance of Pharaoh, the ignorance, if you please, of Pharaoh to have the uh, intestinal uh, fortitude, as they call it, or the guts, to stand up in the presence of Moses who represented uh, the Almighty God. In fact, you will find in another verse in this, in this uh, uh, reading and writing this text that we're talking about that the Bible says he actually made Moses and Aaron like a god in the eyes of Pharaoh. When God would work through them and they would see them, the great, incredible, powerful miracles that he would perform, uh, he made Moses and Aaron like a god before Pharaoh. It's the reason why he did not speak out and say, uh, uh, take them out and cut off their heads or cast them, bind them and cast them into the river because there was a respect and a fear that God had put in the heart of Pharaoh but yet still in the midst of all of that he stands up 
And he says, when Moses and Aaron had come in and they had beckoned to Pharaoh, God says, let my people go. Now, of course, Pharaoh didn't do it right away. Different plagues, the blood of the rivers and lice of the sand and these flies and things had to take place. And now there is the frogs. And so they come back before Pharaoh and finally Pharaoh realizes that, you know, maybe I should give in just a little bit. And so he says to them, I will let you go. Friend, I want to tell you that Pharaoh did not have the power to make that decision. I'm going to tell you how I know that. Pharaoh would have let him go a long time ago, but God hardened his heart. Pharaoh was already afraid. Pharaoh was already full of fear. But every time that Moses would remove the plague, whatever it may be, when Pharaoh was going to let him go, the Bible says God stepped in and God hardened the heart of Pharaoh. Pharaoh didn't have the power over this situation. And so I've come to tell you tonight, today, that neither does the devil have power in your situation it's the first thing that you need to understand here today Satan is not controlling your destiny Satan does not have power over your tomorrows or over your today it's everybody clap our hands come on If you believe that, clap your hands. If you're not sure, clap your hands. If you don't believe it, clap your hands. Maybe God will touch you if you'll praise him a little bit. No, friend, he does not. 2 Corinthians 4 and 4. In whom the God of this world, listen, he blinded the minds of them which believe not. Why? Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. He didn't have power. He had deception. He deceived them. Pharaoh deceived. Received Israel into thinking he had the power. Do you realize that Israel outnumbered Pharaoh three to one? At any day they could have stood up, could have got their army together, overran Egypt, and delivered themselves. But it was not the will of God. And he put them in bondage and shackles and in prison. And he deceived them into thinking that the power of Satan was greater. The power against them was greater. But I've come to tell you and me today, he is not greater. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Jesus said, for I have given you power over all the power of the enemy. No weapon formed. Well, I wish somebody helped the preacher. No weapon form will prosper. 
You're saying, but that's to the that's to the church. I know. I'm trying to get you to understand. As the blood bought, spirit filled, Jesus name called church of the living God. Quit letting the devil convince you he's got power over your finances, over your health, over your job, over your marriage, over your children. I come to tell you, he does not. Oh, come on, come on, act like you believe it. Now, I know there's a lot of variables involved, and I don't really have time to get into all of that. But James tells us that if we will submit ourselves, therefore, to God and resist the devil, that he will flee from us. What we need to do as a church, what you need to do as an individual, ma'am, sir, if the devil has been active in your life, don't fight the devil. Submit to God. Quit rebuking the devil. Start submitting to God. Oh, y'all don't believe that. You've been raised all your life. You got to rebuke the devil. All you got to do is submit to God. Because the Bible says when you submit to God, the devil will flee from you. He'll flee in ten different directions. We got so much ritualism in Pentecost. That doesn't make any sense. It's not even biblical. Do you know that when Satan came against Joshua... Do you know that the Bible says the archangel dared not rebuke him? But instead he said, the Lord rebuke thee. Now you cannot say the Lord rebuke thee until you have submitted to the Lord. Oh, I'm trying to help somebody here today. There's a reason why the devil's all up in your life. And he's up in it every day no matter what you do. Because you're constantly fighting the devil. If you would just take the time to submit to God. Give your heart, your mind, your spirit. Give your body, your time. Give your finances. Give your talents. Give your energy. Give everything to God. Submit to God. Submit to God. Submit to God. Come on, come on. I'm trying to break something in here. I'm trying to expose the devil. Quit fighting the devil. Start loving Jesus. And the devil won't, you won't have a problem with the devil. I've already preached it anyhow. 90% of it ain't the devil anyway. Look at your neighbor and say, it's you. You're the problem. I'm glad my wife's praying through. (laughs) 
You submit to God and get yourself under control. 90% of what you think is the devil will disappear. Because it's just you. And the 10% that really is attacked from the adversary because he's real. And there is spiritual warfare. It certainly exists. There's no doubt about it. But I don't have to worry about whether I can defeat him or not. Because I'm not the one fighting him. I'm pretty sure the Bible says the battle is not yours. Oh, I wish I could get the whole church on board. I wish everybody in here would believe this because it would make your life a lot easier. It'd make my life a lot easier. My God, I feel something stirring up. I feel something happening in this place. The next time you hear that devil say, I will let you go, look at that devil and tell him to shut up. Tell him, it isn't your choice whether I get delivered or not. You're not the one that has me bound. God will set me free when God is ready. Shout, submit. <laughs> so he says, I'll let you go. Okay, we'll go on by there. And then he says, but you can't go. Very far. <laughs> I, can't, I can't let you out of my sight. I can't let you out of the reach or the observation of my spies. I have got to keep you close. And, and listen, this is where a lot of people live for God or whether you're prayed through or not, but you're experiencing Him. He'll let you come to church. You'll, you'll get a blessing in the offering. He'll let you raise your hands. You'll feel the power of God. He'll even let you read the Bible a little bit. And he'll let you do some other things a little. But the moment you leave the house of God, it's like you walk right back into Egypt because he just only lets you go so far until you get the revelation that I have been preaching today that he does not have the authority or the power to hold you. When you get that revelation, you will ignore the devil. You will fix your eyes on your Savior and you'll see the great and mighty things. He said, Moses said, we'll go three days journey into the wilderness. Sacrifice to the Lord our God as he shall command us. So Moses looks back at Pharaoh and says, hey, buddy, you've got nothing to say in this. When we leave your presence, we will go as far as our God calls us. We will go wherever our God calls us. And we will do whatever our God commands us to do. So look in Exodus 10 and 8. 
And so the verse there says, Moses and Aaron were brought again unto Pharaoh. And he said unto him, okay, you can go and serve the Lord your God. Then he said, but who are they that go with you? And Moses said, we will go with our young and we will go with our old. We will go with our sons and we will go with our daughters. We will bring our flocks and we will bring our herds. We will go for we must hold a feast unto the Lord. And Pharaoh said unto them, let the Lord so be with you as I will let you go. And your little ones look to it for evil before you. Not so. Go listen. This is what he says. The old men can go. No, he says the men can go. But the youngins cannot leave my presence. It's what the word of God goes on to say. This is what Pharaoh was saving. You can give him your present, but you can't give him your past. Moses said, the old men are going. We're going. And the young ones are going. The devil said, or Pharaoh said, the current generation can go sacrifice. But you can't take your past and you can't take your future. That's what the devil tries to do. Why? Because we are bound by the past and our hope is in the future. Friend, I want to tell you, when God comes into your life, he don't just take care of today. He takes care of your past. Well, I feel like I'm all by myself. And he takes care of your future. Oh, yes, he does. The devil doesn't mind you serving God if you'll hold on to your past. Because if you hold on to your past, you hold on to your sins. You hold on to self-condemnation. You hold on to self-judgment. Oh, yes, you do. That's why some of you can't lift your hands in this service right here today and praise God because you're bound by your yesterdays. You're bound by your yesterdays. I got news for you. The moment you opened up your mouth and said, God, I love you. Lord, I praise you. Forgive me of my sins. There's no begging. The Bible says if we confess our sins, he is just to forgive us of our sins. Pharaoh said, you can praise God in the present, but leave your past with me. And leave your future with me. Because if you leave your past with him, you have condemnation. If you leave your future with him, it'll always bring you back. God's trying to give us some revelation right now. Pharaoh was given conditions, but Moses responded. And he said, no, sir. When we leave here today, it's going to be my generation. It's going to be the old generation. In fact, Pharaoh, we're going to get Joseph's bones. Watch me now. Watch me. 
We're going to go all the way back to the first day we ever stepped in your kingdom. I must be the only one getting this. This is one of those sermons I wish you were preaching and I was listening. Because I'd be going. <laughs> Moses said, we're leaving with our past and we're leaving with our future. We're even going to take the bones of Joseph when we get out of here. Because devil, when God's done with me, there's not going to be one sin. There's not going to be one condemnation. There's not going to be one thing that is left. Somebody, somebody get excited. Come on, somebody. I'm not leaving nothing in the past to remind me of the old. Not going to happen. And I'm not leaving my children either. I'm not leaving my tomorrows with you. When I leave this place, I'm taking my tomorrows. Whatever comes, whatever happens, I'm putting it in the hand of God. Clap your hands to the Lord and give God praise. I've only got a few more minutes and I'm done. He said, leave the old men. Leave the children. Go. Just the men. Leave the women. The children. Moses didn't accept that. But that's what the devil does to us. You won't let go of your past. I know you've done wrong. Pastor's done wrong. Nobody hasn't done wrong. But if you keep hanging on to your past, you'll never get past your present. You'll never be able to be in God what he's called you to be. And this is the deception of the devil. He's okay with you living for God in the present. As long as you hang on to your past. Because as long as you hang on to your past, God will never be able to use you in the future. You will always feel unworthy. You will always be condemned. You will always believe God to work in someone else's life. Like you think their life's any better than yours. As though they haven't said the same words and thought the same thoughts and done the same deeds. If I'm not mistaken, the Bible says that every one of us have sinned in areas that are common to men. I remember when I first got that revelation. I said, 
Lord, are you telling me that that prophet over there thought that same thought I thought? And God said, I didn't tell you to judge. I'm just telling you that men are the same. So I learned I can't judge either. Pharaoh said, you can go, but you have to leave the old men. You'll feel obligated to come back to take care of your elders, your past. Huh? We got to tend to our past, don't we? We have to, you know, when we come into the presence of the Lord, we, we take our past deeds. Now, for those of you that are lucky like me and your memory is about 12 seconds long, it's got to be a really bad past to stick. But there's a couple. And you know what we do with them? We bring them into the presence of the Lord with us every time. It's why you repent over something you did years ago almost every other time you pray. Something you did years ago, every time you go to pray, God brings it to your mind. I'm sorry. Satan brings it to your mind. I'm not even sure that's the truth, to be honest with you. I really know scripture that says Satan can put any thoughts in you. In case you're wondering, there's no scriptural basis for that. But your mind's pretty good at it. We're pretty good at being our own judges, right? Our own condemners. And we, we bring that in. And, 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 you know, come on, stay with me, right? And, and we got it, it. It's so nice. We got it so cuddled. And we bring it in, and we put it before the Lord. And before we get anywheres with God... We have to ask God to bathe this again. Huh? You start praying and the past comes up, right? And so you take it out and you say, oh, Lord, I'm so sorry. Forgive me. And, and, and if you could hear God would say, what are you talking about? And then he'll look down and he'll go, are you bringing that up again? How many times do I have to wash that in my blood for you? The point is, I don't have time to get on this, is that you and I have not received the revelation of what it means to have your sins remitted. Another place in the Word of God says, never to be remembered against you again. Another place says, as far as the... As far as the east is from the west. How many of y'all know that's a long ways? If we were just to do the Milky Way galaxy, that'd be 70, approximately, actually, it's approximately 100,000 light years. A light year is the distance light travels in a year. And light travels 93 million miles, just over eight minutes. So imagine how far light goes in a year. That's a long ways. But you have the ability to chase it down every time you come to the house of God. You have the power to reach out and grab and pull it back in every time you go to pray. Every time, listen to me, I'm telling you, I am ministering to somebody right now. Every time God's about to take you out of your presence and bring you one step into the future and you can begin to feel the power and the glory of God, Satan reattaches you to your past. 
or your mind goes back because you have yet to forgiven yourself you have yet to truly put it under the blood and you re-anchor yourself to yesterday's sins and you just can't seem to get into the future that is the power that's the blindness that the Bible talks about that the devil puts on you you are blinded to the fact that God has washed away your sins he has cleansed your past listen I, I'm going to say it again I'm tired of being a yo-yo to the devil I'm not going to let him throw me out so far and reel me back into yesterday oh no when I go listen when I go to sacrifice to God this is what Moses said when I go to sacrifice to God I'm bringing my past I'm bringing my present and I'm bringing my tomorrow and I'm bringing all of my possessions everything that I own everything that I have I am laying it at the feet of my God Clap your hands to the Lord and give God praise. He said, you can go, but you can only go so far. I have to keep you in sight. Because if you ever sacrifice before your God, the way he's called you to do it. <laughs> You'll never look back to Egypt. You'll never. If you ever taste true repentance. And what it will do for you. You will never invite your yesterdays back into your life. Let's stand. He said, you can go, but you have to stay in my sight. I've got so much more here, but I feel like the Lord wants to do something. <laughs> you know why he was afraid? Because if you ever make it to the Red Sea, if you ever cross through that Red Sea, which represents baptism, you will have a revelation that all your past has been destroyed, killed, obliterated. Do you know what the Lord told Moses? He said, Tell the children of Israel, go forward and tell them, watch me now, tell them they will never see those Egyptians again. And do you know they roamed around in the wilderness for 40 years because of you know, disobedience, the Bible says. Here's Egypt. Here's Egypt. And here's Israel. They're not far away. They're just a few miles away. And they're roaming in circles in the wilderness. But Egypt 
never crossed that Red Sea to go get them. Because God took that out of their life. Young man by the name of Petru preached not too long ago in this pulpit. What a powerful revelation he did concerning that. Basically what he said was, there's some places God brings you that your enemy just can't follow. He just can't follow. Listen. Lord is calling this church to evangelism. Personal evangelism. I talked to our men today. To my men, I, I'm so thankful all the wonderful men that make it to those meetings and to the men that are here now that maybe you're not aware of it. The first Sunday of every month, the men meet at 10 o'clock. We come together, and there's about 50, maybe 60 of us in there. And I told them that God was moving on me about talking to our men, about turning our homes into churches. And I, I don't mean where you have 50 people trying to, it could be one family. When you, when you gather and there was some other men that testified and talked about how God was already dealing with them about that. One of our precious brethren mentioned that the Lord had dealt with him about restarting Sunday school in his home on Saturday mornings and He's already bought the material. Thinking of families that he can invite. Families that are not in the church. Just families. That maybe can't go to church on Sunday because they work on Sundays. But maybe on Saturday. And just have a little one hour Sunday school. Church. Turn our homes into places where God's presence can move People's lives can be touched. God is trying to lift this church up into evangelism. But we will never be what God wants us to be if we don't learn to let our past go. Don't let Pharaoh hold on to your old men. Don't do that. Because as long as he can hold on to your old man, he can pull you back. Don't let him have your children. I'm speaking spiritually in this case. Because as long as the devil has your tomorrows, he's got your heart. Fear and anxiety and worries. But if I give God, truly give God my tomorrows then I can obey Philippians chapter 4 and verses 7 and 8 or 6 and 7. My Bible quizzes should know. Be anxious for nothing. Worry about nothing. But in all things, prayer, supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God Pass of all understanding shall gird up your heart and mind 
by Christ Jesus. What is that? That's me giving my tomorrows to the Lord. Moses said, when we go sacrifice, we're taking everything. Everything we are. And Pharaoh, you have nothing to say about it. He said, well, I guess I'll let you go. <laughs> what? What do you mean you'll let us go? Have you not been listening to me, Faye? Ro? Have you not seen what's been going on around here? Huh? Dude, I turned your rivers into blood. I've not. And because you won't listen, I am going to take the firstborn of all of your kingdom. This isn't about you letting us go. And it's not about how far you'll let me go. Moses said, we, when we go, we will do exactly what our God tells us to do. And that's what they did. You know, they were, they were taking the shortcut in the Canaan land. God said, no, 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 no. I got something else I need to take care of. I need you to go over there, the valley of Belzephon. Position yourself there. and Fire higher, I think it is, something like that. Every eye closed, every mind on God. Listen to me. Listen to me. Let the Lord speak to you. Will you bring your past to Him one last time? But this time, will you lay it down? Listen, I'm going to get really sensitive here. Some of you have been carrying around incest since you were a child. And Satan won't let you let go of it. God wants to heal you of that today. Some of you are carrying around, you were raped. God wants to heal you of that today. Some of you had abortions. God wants to heal you of that today. Some of you have allowed your bodies to be violated. God wants to heal you of that today. These are tough things, but these are the things that stay with us. Because the Bible tells us sins against the body. They're the most difficult to deal with. God wants to heal you today. Some of you, maybe it wasn't the wrong done to you, but it was the wrong you did. God wants to heal you of that today. I wish you could know how true this is.
This time when we come and sacrifice, we're bringing our old man with us. We're bringing our tomorrows, our children with us. We're bringing everything. And we're saying, God, I'm yours. Let him deal with your past. Whatever he choose to do, things that you did with your hands, deeds with your bodies, put it in his hand. Let him deal with your past. Don't make those decisions for him. If you're here today and you've never received the Spirit of God into your life, we invite you to come. If you want to have your yesterdays washed out of your life through the blood of Jesus Christ, we want you to come. The Lord will forgive you. Do you hear me? The Lord is here to forgive you. He is here to love you. He is not here to condemn you. I wish you'd step out from where you are, whoever you may be, in any category it may be. We can all come together. Whatever it is that you need to bring before him, I ask you to come. We're cutting the string today. The devil's not going to pull us back anymore. We're going forward today. We're going forward today. We're going to pursue forward today. We're not looking back anymore. We're giving God our yesterdays. We're giving God our todays. And we're giving God our tomorrows. Listen. The devil wants you to leave your past in Egypt so that he can pull you back. But if you'll let us baptize you today in Jesus' name, God said, I'll wash away that past never to be remembered against you again. And Egypt will no longer have power on you. And if you'll let the Lord fill you with the power of the Holy Ghost here today, God said, I'll take care of your tomorrows. Why don't you come repent of your sins? Why don't you come, sir, ma'am? Let's come. Let's gather. Let's gather into this altar. Make your way in. Don't clog up the aisles. Go to the right or the left. Once you come through the aisle, go to the right or the left. Don't clog up the aisles. Make room for everybody that wants to come. Come on. We all have an area to pray about today. We all have something God wants us to pray about here today. Maybe you're coming to lay something down that... You just can't seem to let go of. You hurt a loved one in your life. You did something wrong. You've hurt somebody. You've caused damage. And you can't seem to let go of it. Why don't you come lay that down? Don't ever pick it back up. Leave. Leave that in the hands of the Lord. God will help you. God will take care of that situation. God will heal the other person. 
Give God an opportunity. Give God a chance. Give Him a chance. Give Him a chance. If you'll come, when you get across that Red Sea, you'll start singing that victory song like Moses' sister Miriam did. You'll sing unto the Lord. You'll give praise to the King. You'll shout for the triumph of God in your life. Oh, yes, you will. Come give it to the Lord. Open up your heart before Him right now. Open up your heart before Him. Don't hold anything back. God, here it is. I brought it out of Egypt with me. Because I'm not going back. I'm not going back. I brought it out of Egypt. I told the devil, you can't have my past. I told the devil, get out of my yesterday. I brought it with me today. I'm laying it down at his feet. I'm never picking it up again. Here it is, God. I don't only give you my yesterdays, I give you my tomorrows. I want you to use me, God. I want to be blessed by you. I want to be used in the kingdom. I want you to use me. Come on, you need to tell him that. I want you to use me, God. I want to be used, oh God. I want to be used. I want to be used. I'm not leaving anything in Egypt. I'm bringing my yesterdays. I'm bringing my tomorrows. We're giving everything to you, God. We're not holding on to anything. Come on, somebody. Push through. Push through. Push through. That's it, church. That's it, church.
together I want you to lift your hands I feel this so strong I don't care what it is whatever's in your past you're holding on to the Holy Ghost is about to sweep across this congregation and he's gonna take it if you'll let him have it I want every hand lifted and we'll go back to praying but I want you to think of what that is. <laughs> you are lifting it up before the Lord. You have brought it out of Egypt. The devil will never have his hands on it again. And you refuse to think about it ever again. Listen to the preacher. You refuse to think about it ever again. If it comes to your mind, you'll say, no, no, I'm not going to think about that. Come on. All right. It's about to happen. When I say three, you're going to shout Jesus, and you're going to feel God take it out of your hands. One, two, three, shout.
want to feel lighter. Break every chain, break every chain, break every chain.